Ben Yates, Woody Page, Israel Gutierrez, Frank Isola. What time is it? Football time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feel it. Feel the music. We go to this cut a lot. in a while. But I got our DJ. Go to mixtape. Yes. Yeah. This is my favorite. Oh, cool. This is my favorite. Really oh! Let's get really hyped up. Yeah, let's go around the horn. Third cut. So Jeff Weiner, our video producer, was a DJ in college at State College, at Penn State. And his name was DJ Wizzo. <laughs> yeah, finally working. Good to know. The latest on Travis Kelsey. Game time decision. It seems listed as questionable. Will depend on how the knee responds to pregame workouts. The latest on Chris Jones. No new contract agreement. His holdout continues. It appears the defending champs will not have two of their three best players for the season opener. On the other side of the field, Detroit hype. Preseason favorite to win the NFC North. This is an amazing sentence. They have never won the NFC North. T-minus three hours, preview extravaganza. Clinton, the number one thing that decides tonight. The number one thing has to do with the Detroit football Lions. Listen, we know That's what the never Chiefs been said are, before. even if they're missing everybody. We know that the Lions are hyped, but I think that this team is reasonably real. Listen, they won eight of their last ten games last mm-hmm. season. They missed the playoffs by a tiebreaker. They were clearly the best team that didn't make the whole thing. And Jared Goff, a player who has once played in the Super Bowl, lest we forget, had a 17-to-1 touchdown to interception ratio over the last ten games. He is the key for the Lions. If he can play to the ceiling, and what people believe that he can be, the Lions have a shot in this game, and they have a shot at the NFC North. We'll see what Detroit Lions can do with all that, you know, kneecap biting and whatever it was. They're a real Clinton Yates out of the gate, not even mentioning the defending champs. All on the lines. Frank Isola, the one thing that will decide tonight. Yeah, and Clinton's talking about the same Lions who started out two and six last year, zero and eight the year before. It's all about Patrick Mahomes. Can they protect Patrick Mahomes? Who, by the way. In season openers, the Chiefs are 5-0. and He has 18 touchdown passes, zero interceptions. So it's still all about Patrick Mahomes. And remember something about the that Chiefs. Is a stat. In the Patrick Mahomes era, they have played 11 home playoff games. Think about that. that. That's only five years, 11 home playoff games. You know how they get to do that? By winning games like this where they're clearly the better team. I get it. They might not have their second and third best player. Their best player will be behind center, and that's the key. Israel Gutierrez, number one thing that decides tonight. Well, I'll say something about the Lions that has been said before. They can let you down. And the numbers that the other guys just (laughs) mentioned in terms of the beginning of a season, they haven't started off very well. So do we expect them to just jump on the same train as last year? Probably not. They're probably going to struggle a little bit early. But the one thing that I would say that would encourage them would be the play of that offensive line. If Jared Goff has some time, because Jones not being there, if they give him a lot of time, if they can find ways to get St. Brown the ball and just make it into a shootout and force Uh, Patrick Mahomes to be MVP right off the bat, then they have a a pretty good chance at this. And I think they do. But I also think Patrick Mahomes is going to be MVP. Patrick Mahomes right off the bat. Last time he played without Travis Kelsey, he barely played with Tyreek Hill in that game. He still distributed the ball everywhere. They won by 26 points. Have a feeling Patrick Mahomes is going to be ready for the opener. So I'm picking the Chiefs. But if Jared Goff has time, it's going to be possibly a shoot. Now Woody Page, we just said it's possible two of the three best players for KC will not be Available tonight. Yep. 
What's the number one thing that's Most that important side? aspect of this game tonight, atmosphere and Kelsey. Kelsey's going to demand a play because he realizes they lost their number one receiver from last year. They have very common backup tight ends. If you look at what they accomplished last year, practically nothing because he had the 1,300 yards. He had the 12 touchdowns. Kelsey's going to demand to get into this game because defensively without Jones, and you mentioned this, Frank Clark has moved along also. This is a team that is not the one that won the Super Bowl. They are going to win tonight because of the environment, the atmosphere, getting their rings, getting everybody back in town in Kansas City for those tailgates that are the best in all of football, but it's going to be about Kelsey playing. That's the most important part of this game tonight. All right. So yesterday's panel, I had four panelists picking Kansas City. Frank, you walked right there. We believe you've got Kansas City. Israel, KC? Yep. Yes. Woody Page? KC. Clinton Yates, you were the one panelist who maybe has pause here. Let me see who you got tonight. Lions in overtime. There we go. We're kind of wearing a lion blue there, or at least your background. Yeah, lion's well. colors he has. A lot of layers. Let's talk your big lion. picture right <laughs> for the season because Kansas City are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Be the first repeat since anybody? Nobody. The 2004 New England Patriots. And Patrick Mahomes, the favorite to win MVP. That would be a repeat as well. Anybody know the last to repeat as MVP? Tom Brady. Wow, Aaron Rodgers, this was just two years ago. Now you guys are losing points. We just talked up KC, but go anywhere you want on this topic. Go outside the box. Uh, since he's getting low, Burrow is high on the MVP list. Everybody loves the Ravens right now. Lamar Jackson, again, dare you say Dallas or Miami and Tua Israel. The cameras are rolling. These picks will live forever. Israel, Super Bowl pick and MVP pick. Uh, I'll start with the MVP pick. I've got Patrick Mahomes. Look, it's not just last year. It's not just watching him so far. You watch that quarterback docuseries on Netflix, and he's just... He's almost the perfect athlete. He's per the perfect quarterback for the NFL. He's in his prime. He's 100%, if he's healthy, going to win the MVP. Mm. In the Super Bowl, I, I just love the 49ers in the NFC. I know their quarterback situation is kind of a, I don't know, but hey, we kind of thought that they could have made that happen last year in the playoffs. And in the AFC, I just think it might be Buffalo's year. I know it's tough in this same division going against my Dolphins and going against the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, but I got to think it's Buffalo. Woody Page. Up. MVP with Josh Allen, which means Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl. Mm. Clinton Yates. I think the MVP is going to be Patrick Mahomes. You know, listen, you know how much I love baseball players in the NFL. What he does is simply what other guys cannot do. And as for the Super Bowl, I'll pick the two rowdiest fan bases in the NFL. Bills, Eagles, going to. Mm, that's two for Buffalo now from Woody Page and Clinton Yates and Frank Isola. Yeah, I, I'm going to cop out here. I'm going to say it's going to be between Jalen Hurts and Disco Joe Burrow for MVP. But I think it's going to be 49ers and Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And maybe, just maybe, this is the year the Niners finally okay, get Okay, so you have San Francisco in the Super Bowl. You didn't make a pick for MVP. The, it's coming. The mute's coming. It. Well, it, you picked between two guys. Forget it. You're getting muted. We're moving on. Woody Page, you're here with us, of course, from Denver. This is your account. How much pressure is on Russell Wilson this season? That's going to be a story everybody's monitoring. Sean Payton at the helm. We know what Sean Payton's done. Scorched earth since he's gotten there. He, he's ripped everybody a new A-gap <clears throat> since he's gotten there. But the headline poll quote from Seth Wickersham's piece on ESPN.com, will you bleeping stop kissing all the babies? You're not running for public office. That's 
how Sean Payton has decided to approach Russell Wilson this year. It has me wondering, do we have an Oppenheimer situation uh, ahead of us? Woody, pressure on Russell Wilson this season, and could Payton's tactics backfire? Yeah. He's gone from don't kiss babies, kiss my butt. I'm the coach. I'm the one who's actually in charge here. And, yes, there's so much pressure on both those guys. How many times have we seen coaches who have retired and come back to the game and didn't do as well as they did before? It's happened on starting with Vince Lombardi. It's happened on a real uh, regular occasion over the years. Uh, Mike Shanahan was another example okay. of winning two Super Bowls here and then going to Washington and really developing uh, coaches but not developing a championship team. I think the situation for Russell Wilson is this is going to start to determine whether he's a Hall of Famer. People were talking for 10 years, this guy's a natural to be in the Hall of Famer. Two Super Bowls, all he was doing in Seattle – and now you got to wonder if he's falling off that cliff of being in the Hall of Fame unless he recovers what he was in Seattle two or three years ago. And so as a result of that, I think that by the 10th game, if he is not, and that's the key game, I think, if you look at the schedule, by the 10th game, if he is not the old uh, Russell Wilson, he's going to be the benched Russell Wilson. That's what's happening in Denver. Well, then that would be a, a, a different story altogether. That's way ahead of us. Right now, you're at the practices, Woody, right? Do they get along? Oh, yeah. I, I think it's worked out extremely well in terms of what Russ Wilson was able to control whatever he wanted to do last year, and that's not happening now. And he's a new guy, down 15 pounds. Uh, Peyton has given him a new offense to work with, unlike last year's, under one of the worst coaching jobs in the NFL, according to uh, to Sean Payton, I, th I do think they're going to get along. It's just a matter of whether he can actually execute, and I'm talking about Russell Wilson, the, the plan that has been presented to him. You sure he's down 15 pounds, or did he just change his number on the jersey and just look slimmer now because of that? <laughs> That's just the joke. We'll get to that story. Israel Gutierrez on do you believe Payton's tactics here could backfire with Russell Wilson? Well, what I believe is it's wildly unfair that we're putting this pressure on Russell Wilson to reprove himself. He already did what he did in Seattle. One bad year doesn't take all of that right. away. And it's not as if he has to have a spectacular year for us to say, oh, that was real, that what happened in Seattle. And if anything, I'd say that the coach has more uh, pressure here because he's coming back and he has to sort of right the ship because we've already seen what Russell Wilson actually is. And he's way more the player than he was in Seattle than he is the guy at Denver here. So, no, I don't think it's crazy pressure. But what is that pressure to do? Is it pressure to win a Super Bowl? I mean, this is a team that has the second longest playoff drought in the NFL. So if they just mm. make the play playoffs again and okay. Russell Wilson looks decent I think that's a great year for them so I don't think it's a ton of pressure I love the question you just came up with a little hosting uh, credit or producing credit for Israel Gutierrez who's got more pressure Peyton or Russell Wilson Frank Isola it's Russell Wilson and that quote from from his head coach is right out of the Bill Parcells playbook Bill Parcells used to do this to motivate Phil Simms and LT and then Keyshawn Johnson when he coached the Jets he learned from his mentor this is all about Russell Wilson the coach got blamed last year Guess what? The coach ain't getting blamed this year. It's all going to be on Russell Wilson, who really hasn't done much the last Lynn, five years. who's under more pressure? Sean Payton, new coach, or Russell Wilson in his second it, year? With it's got to be Payton, Bill Parcells, and Sean Payton. I'm sorry. Mentor or not, they are not in the same league remotely. Payton walks in there. Forget about making waves. He goes full cannonball into the pool, screaming at everybody. Yeah. 
ticking off local reporters for me. This is all about Peyton. He is talking a lot. The goal for Denver is respectability. Forget about the playoffs. Okay, so you, you say respectability is the goal, so you don't have to make a playoff. Frank Isola, Denver Broncos, going to surprise you this year? Make a playoff run? Heck no. no? Okay. No, sorry, Mr. Gutierrez? No, no. And Woody, you got five seconds to set him straight. 881 500. Fire cell next. Hey. <laughs> Sounds like a phone number. It's emergency. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. I asked yesterday's panel whether the NFL was approaching a load management world like the NBA with all the holdouts in the NFL this year, but Nick Bosa not one of them. Just when it looked like the reigning defensive player of the year might be not paid and holding out for the most pay now, win now team in the league. You got five years, 170 million. Highest paid defensive player in history. And like that is availability for Sunday at Pittsburgh. Available. All good now for Bosa and the Niners, Clinton Yates. I think it's all good now. The goal when you pick a guy that high is to make sure that he's good enough to get a second contract, and if he's even better than that, he can reset the market. Both of those things happen. And for a team like the 49ers that's in the business of trading away a bunch of picks for players they no longer have, they hit on this one, so it's a good thing he's back on the field for them. Woody Page. All good. You mean all great. I mean, the guy's the highest paid uh, non-quarterback in the entire league, and this is a team that almost got to the Super Bowl last year because they didn't have a quarterback. They didn't, and they now offensively and defensively are right there to be in the Super Bowl. Israel Gutierrez. Yeah, if there's a better team to have the highest-paid non-quarterback, it's the 49ers, who don't seem to need a great quarterback to be able to have Super Bowl aspirations. So I think, yeah, having the defensive player of the year uh, back is a good thing, and I think he'll probably be in decent shape. I don't think is probably one to go ahead and get fat and lazy and probably be available on Sunday. And Frank Isola. You got to love it when a defensive player gets quarterback money. This guy's an absolute menace. Think about this. In games that he plays in, the 49ers are 43-17. and 17. When he doesn't play, 5-10. and 10. The guy is an absolute game changer. Frank, you came with the stats today. You know what's a game changer? 
The way they spend money on everybody that's not a quarterback, that's what the game changer. They had the Heisman, running back, yeah. tight end, uh, I mean, fullback, linebacker. They're all in the top three or four in the league in that position. We'll move on. Baseball now. Since every panelist on this program picked the Mariners to win the AL West last week, they've lost their mojo, baby. Houston, after getting swept by New York, has gained their mojo. Three straight crush jobs over Texas to take over first place. Houston scored 39 runs the last three games. Texas, with the losses this week, have fallen out of the playoffs for the first time since April 8th. And here is another amazing sentence in this show. Texas hasn't had a starting pitcher win a game in their last 19 games. Scherzer bombed last night. Woody, has the West been taken over for good by the Asteroids? Let me give you some point changes here, Tony. You're wrong. Two weeks ago, I told you the Astros were going to win the division, and I repeat that again. They just scored 12, 13, and 14 runs. They've got series upcoming against the Kansas City Royals twice. They're playing the Oakland A's three games. This is a team that's going to just jaunt to the division title. Wow, that is a lot of good information, except for one phrase, Woody, because... As you may know, I said earlier, the cameras are rolling on this show. Roll tape! Talk about the Atlanta Braves having the best offense of all time, and actually the Mariners have better offensive numbers than the Braves do. But it's yeah, unanimous. Yes. Everybody's got Seattle. Nobody's got Houston. There the it is, chance. Woody. You, and Texas come on is now. cool to Don't you dare try to tell me you didn't have the Mariners when we last talked about the them. This is, this is an incredible fall from grace on this show and an immediate striking of inevitability for Woody Page. Israel Gutierrez. This is quite the precedent you're setting here, uh, live going to old tape. But look, uh, for fear of what I had said in the past, I will say that this is pretty obvious that this was going to happen, it felt like. They made the big splashy moves the Rangers did in getting Scherzer, and Houston said, you know what, let's take our guy back in Verlander. And then look at that game yesterday. Uh, Scherzer couldn't even make it to the fourth inning. Verlander looked vintage. I still like the Orioles, maybe the Rays in the AL, but in this division, yeah, it looks like the Astros in that experience. Frank Isola? Yeah, to be fair, last week the Mariners were going to win the division. This week the Houston Astros are going to win the division because they're, they're playing the best baseball right now. By the way, they had 16 home runs. Scherzer, how about that game last night? You have two guys with 3,000, over 3,000 career strikeouts. And Max Scherzer, what has happened to him in big games? The Padres last year with the Mets, the game with the Dodgers. You just mentioned that Verlander and Scherzer were on the mound last night. They were on the same team to start this year, Frank, and that's the team in your city. Oh, what is going on with these panelists we're paying for Clinton Yates, I think you're already into the show now, now, but please take some time to talk baseball for us. Last time I was on this program with Frank, he was telling me that the New York Mets were just fine with Scherzer and he'd hold up through the season. Now he's on a different team getting rocked by the Astros. Reminder, the Astros won the World Series last year. Of course they're the favorite this year and they're just as good. Come on, man. And reminder, the Astros are no longer the Astros or the Asteroids in respect for the father of the year. Clinton, Israel, you didn't even need to talk. In that last topic, because Woody Page, I mean, oh, you asked for it, you get it. Frank Isola also appearing on today's program. That's it. Let's get him out of here. Clint Yates, Israel Gutierrez, showdown next. Oof. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Lynn Yates, Israel Gutierrez, good luck in showdown. News of the day from college basketball, and it's huge and it's shiny. LSU extending and rewarding Kim Mulkey, 10-year, $32 million deal. Richest deal in women's college basketball history. Izzy, does this mean LSU is at the top, maybe stays at the top of the women's game? So Kim Mulkey is somebody I have trouble being objective about, or at least speaking objectively about, in large part because of things she'd said in the past that sort of show a, a homophobic lean, if you will, whether it be about Brittany Griner, whether it be about having you know lesbian players in her own organization, in her own program, and even things that she said post the Baylor uh, sexual assault scandal over there. So yes, is she changing the sport? Probably. Does she deserve all this? Probably. But all of this shouldn't go unspoken in a very grow- quickly growing sport. Clinton Yates. The hold your nose factor with Kim Mulkey is extremely high in terms of everything that Izzy just mentioned. But I do look at the rosters of those teams. I look at women's college basketball right now. She's got the most famous team in the country because the young women on her squad, HVL transferred over there now, have been allowed to thrive and be themselves. So in terms of who she is versus what that team is, it's a difficult thing to balance. But these kids are thriving under her. Appreciate both of your thoughts on that. Gut check. Are we looking at a dynasty here for LSU women's basketball? Maybe on yeah. par with South That's Carolina, right. maybe on par. Well, I mean, to get on par with UConn, maybe out of the stratosphere. But South Carolina, too, in the last uh, six years? Is that possible? We'll have you think about it. Showdown 2, U.S. Open semis tonight. Coco Golf's dream tournament continues. Carolina Mahova. Madison Keys' dream run in this tournament. Surprise the draw. Number 17 seed, and she's against number two, Sabalenka Clinton. Who you got tonight? I got Coco. I think this is her tournament to lose in many ways. Her dad, Corey's up in the crowd looking at her and doing their thing in the box and all that. But she is in the best shape of her life, and her mental state is in such a place. She talked about her grandmother's influence on so many different things and how she relates to pressure. Just love the way Coco is approaching everything right now when it comes to flushing. Is Gutierrez? I've got Coco, too, but that other match, Keys versus Sabalenka, there's going to be so much power in that matchup, and Madison Keys has been playing so great. If she avoids those tiny mistakes that can get Sabalenka frustrated, I'm telling you, it could be an All-American final. An All-American final. So you're saying there's a chance. Coco. Mm-hmm. Saying there's a chance. Clinton, you forgot the other match. You forgot Keys versus Sabalenka. I asked for who you got. got you got to pick keys, both. Keys, yeah, keys. you can get it keys. in time. It's Rugo Tierra's face. 
so there's a UCLA study, a peer-reviewed study that shows that apparently in football, the bigger, the smaller the number, the more it's associated with being slimmer and I would assume being quicker, right? And while I do love that idea, given that I wear number six on my flag football team and probably could use a little bit of a visualizing trick, um, yeah, I think players should go the opposite direction. I think running backs should start wearing number 55, have all the wide receivers start wearing 66, have the defenders thinking, oh, that one's slow and boom, you got a quick step on them. I think you use the UCLA research against them. Go big numbers for the faster players. Let's <laughs> our best and our brightest yeah, research on this. They were so focused on whether they should, they never thought whether they could. Stinks.